0: This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real Real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 176, baby. Oh, yeah. In today's episode, I have a very special guest for you. Yes, that is right. Um, I speak to Harry from Real English with Real Teachers. Um, You may already know him. His YouTube channel is much more famous than this podcast. Um, But if you don't, you are in for a treat, baby. And there is some nice rock and roll vocabulary immediately. If you're in for a treat, you are going to have a good time because Harry and his friend Charlie do the same kind of thing as Rock and Roll English, giving you real English in a more entertaining way, let's say. They obviously make videos because they have faces for videos, whilst I have a face for the radio, as people like to say. Um, And as a special present on this special day, I am giving the transcript of the episode to everyone, because obviously the transcript is normally only for rock and roll english family members but for today's episode because someone special is here it's like when you have someone special at your house and you use the special plates we're doing the same thing here so you can go to rock and roll slash episode 176 and download the transcript there but if you do want a transcript every day with a podcast every day go to rock and roll slash family Oh, and one more thing. Um, In today's episode, normally, obviously, we do rock and roll English and we stop when um, there is some nice rock and roll English. It's a bit more difficult to do that when someone else is on the podcast, although this does happen in the episode today. But a few times I forgot because I got a bit carried away in the conversation and I was having fun and I just forgot. So I've put this noise... Just after some rock and roll English is used. So pay attention to that. And that's what we would talk about at the end. And speaking of the end, it's probably about time we ended this introduction. Sorry for making you listen to me for a bit longer than normal. Here is the conversation. I will speak to you at the end. In the meantime, happy listening. So hello, Harry, and welcome to Rock and Roll
1: English. Hello, Martin. Lovely to be here. Lovely to be here. I'm a true
0: rock and roll English fan. So thank well, you. It's lovely to have you. Finally, we have met. We almost met in London quite recently, didn't we? Almost. We were about, I don't know, a mile apart, two miles apart. Yeah, yeah. It was amazing. I, we
1: had, a, I had my live location on so I could actually... Well, you could see where I was. Um, I, and I think you shared yours and you were in a pub. And it was very exciting knowing exactly where you were. Yeah, I, I was standing in the rain in St. James's Park, considering coming towards you. And I thought, I want to meet him, but I don't want to meet him that much. I'm, I'm probably <laughs> going to just stand under this tree for a bit longer.
0: Well, the tree definitely sounds more interesting than me. I'm sure you had a great conversation with that tree. Um yeah. Anyway, as I mentioned in the introduction, Harry is from Real English with Real Teachers. Um, notice they're the plural of teachers because there are two of you, aren't there? So there's you, Harry, and your partner in crime, Charlie.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. In crime, not in um, the bed. Yeah, we are uh, partners, professional partners. And he is in Australia. Yeah, yeah but he's originally from England. Um, hence real English. He's um, mm. he's British. He's from Surrey. And we met at uni. Okay. Oh, you met um, at uni. That,
0: oh, that was my next question. Where did you meet? Yeah. Oh. Oh.
1: Is that another question from your doc, your Google doc? Is that the plan out of the window now?
0: <laughs> Lovely rock and roll vocabulary there. Out of the window, like forgotten about. Yeah, but I mentioned to um, Harry before that I have a very detailed word document with about... <laughs> Five things written on it. That's one of them, as you said, out the window. So, God, what are we going to do now? Um, Okay, so you met at university. Okay. And um, so tell me about when you started um, real English with real teachers. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention there is this real English thing we love that i've i've got that as well the beginning of the episode it's i paid some american guy to do this in intro and he said real english with real people i think and no one can even understand him i've had so many messages of saying what does that guy say and i fucking paid him to do that bastard i assume that was just
1: you putting on a bad american accent because he's got a weird it's a weird accent it's, it's like it's really cheesy yeah. Uh, which is yeah. obviously what you were going for, but like, uh, mm. I don't, I don't, I thought that was just you putting on an American accent. <laughs> is it not
0: then? You no, paid that, I've, how much did you pay him? Oh God, uh, at least 50 euros for just to say that. No one understands him. I, I have to, t- I have to text, uh, people get, mes- I get messages and people would say, what does this guy say? And I said, like, well, it's supposed to be real English, real people, <laughs> but fucking can't understand anything.
1: <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> I would have done that for like a tenner. Or, or less. I would have known for a Fiverr on Fiverr.com.
0: If only I had known. If, yeah. oh, in fact, that Fiverr.com, that's a website where things cost like $5. dollars—is actually where I found him. And then it was like, for $5, I'll give you one word. And then like, <laughs> I think he was charging me by the words. Oh, so I don't you know. bought 10 words for 50 euros. <laughs> yeah. I think so. And you can't understand any of those words. <laughs> Um anyway that's enough about my american friend tell us about yeah. um when how and when you started uh real english with real teachers
1: yeah so uh i had just done my first year of like real teaching in um mm. in spain i say real teaching because before that i had i done some um, some voluntary english teaching in cambodia mm. Oh, um, such a, a good
0: samaritan look at oh, you you're making me feel bad now just doing volunteer work in cambodia wow you're such a such a good person harry
1: yeah, yeah well, it's like i'm basically doing that as well now because we don't make much money off the youtube videos. <laughs> that's basically voluntary um so i'm just a charitable man in uh in cambodia i did one proper voluntary job um two okay. weeks in a little village like it was an amazing experience like really poor kids and I was teaching them every day I felt mm. amazing about myself as you can <laughs> imagine um, but before that I worked in a an international school um, in Cambodia again in CM okay. Reap <clears throat> and I was teaching Korean students spoiled Korean kids who lived mm. in Cambodia and a handful of um, middle-class emerging middle-class uh, Cambodian children and that was that wasn't voluntary. I was paid $150 a month for that. So it, it okay. I was paid uh, a pittance, but mm. um, it, it, it was, yeah, I was being paid. So I'm not that, okay. that good a person.
0: <laughs> uh, some nice rock and roll vocabulary there as well. Being paid a pittance, like not very much. But I was thinking for $150, you could get like three intros from my American friend. So, you know, you could spend all your money on that. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I wish, yeah, I wish I had. I wish
1: I had. I could have got back and, uh, yeah, started uh, Real English off with that. But, yeah, so yeah. you you asked how I got into it. I did a mm. year of teaching in Spain, worked for mm-hmm. an academy, um, mm-hmm. which what, I...
0: What kind of academy? English academy? Uh, what,
1: what? Yeah, yeah, it's it's an English school, basically, but an academy in that it was just kind of, um, well, it was, it was teaching extracurricular English to... Adults and, okay. and children in, in a village mm-hmm. in Spain. I was in, the, I was in the north, in the Basque country. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was good fun. But I got back and my best friend, Charlie, was was doing online teaching. Mm. And the whole time when I was working in Spain, I was working like ridiculous hours. I was starting oh. at like 8 a.m., finishing at like 9, 10 p.m. sometimes. So I hated my mm. life. Um <laughs> I really moved. I'm laughing. I wanted... Sorry,
0: I, sh- I shouldn't be laughing at the fact that, that you hated your life. That, that, that's a serious thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. I fell into a deep depression, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I, I got back, and he he was saying like, "Why don't you just work for yourself?" And um, and I thought that's that's a great idea, Charlie. But how will I find students? And mm. then we thought, "Oh, let's start a podcast." So we did one episode, which was supposed to be a podcast. We weren't mm-hmm. showing our faces, and we put it on YouTube. Um, and then I thought, well, this might be more entertaining if we put our face on it as well. So we did a, we just met up and we, we recorded on zoom, I think. Mm-hmm. And we, um, yeah, we just made a little video chopped it up, put it on YouTube and we got about you know, 50 views and we thought, yeah, nice. people actually, people like this and a couple of thumbs up and I thought, yeah, this is great. And then people started asking for lessons. So it was mainly a way to, to just, um, yeah, get us to the end of the month to make ends meet or whatever.
0: Yeah, some nice rock and roll vocabulary as well, to make ends meet. To earn just enough money to live on. Um, yes, well, I feel your pain there. I also just about make ends meet here. <laughs> some of the videos I've seen are absolutely brilliant. Like the the work that you put into them, like the editing, the filming, the idea. So well done for that. One Thank thing I you. particularly want to ask you is I've seen um, many videos actually where you just interview like random people on the street. Basically, I've seen some in London. Um, talk me through that. So talk me through that. Talk me, talk to me about how you do that because I've tried that before, oh. and everyone just thought I was a completely crazy <laughs> person. I honestly, I waited there and I tried to talk to about, I would say about twenty people. And not one of them stopped. It was, I was just like one of those crazy people harassing people. And yeah. it was just a disaster. So I was like, well, fuck this. I'm never doing this again. So talk me through it. Tell me how you do it. It is
1: hard. That's the hardest bit is approaching people. Mm. Um, and coming up with a, a concise way to, to ask somebody to, to stop. And a mm. way that makes it sound like the person doesn't have to go out of their way. So it's not an mm. inconvenience yeah. Um, and also making it sound like it's not a big deal uh, because if you mm. say, oh, hey, excuse me, um, oh, I've got a YouTube channel for English learners and uh, I basically want to interview you and then kind of explain the language that you use. It sounds like it's a bit too much. Whereas yeah. if you say it like it's not a big deal, you could just say, hey, um, do you mind if I ask you a couple of questions for my, uh, for my channel? And and then usually mm. they they'd say like yeah all right and then to kind of solidify the deal and confirm they are willing to participate I usually say what's your name and shake their hand and then mm. they
0: usually they usually in yeah okay. that's my take. yeah no I I didn't even get past hello <laughs> I was like, oh oh hello and then they were gone they were gone how were you away. how were you what were you wearing how were you dressed were you like naked or <laughs> oh, something. <laughs> I, I was wearing just normal clothes. I don't know, t-shirt, pair of jeans. I was very normal. There was just something about me that right. they didn't like.
1: Well, to be honest, like I like I like your look, but you know, you've oh, got thanks. you've got long hair and a beard, and and I don't know, you've got your your Essex um uh, accent. You know, may- maybe maybe people thought, oh, it's a kind of well dressed homeless person. Um, maybe he's going to give me his whole spiel about how he ended up on the street and he's going to ask me for money at the end of this. So maybe, maybe that's what people were, were thinking. I don't know.
0: I'm still going to take that as a compliment. You've just said that I look like a homeless person. No. But a, well dressed. a well-dressed. Yeah. A well-dressed homeless person. You could, so. I,
1: I mean, I've met people in, in like the town centre who there's this one guy who doesn't look too dissimilar to you and mm-hmm. he walks around um he's a nice he's a really nice guy and he's he's quite presentable as well but the only thing that makes him not so presentable is that he only wears one shoe <laughs> he walks around <laughs> and he, he takes his sock off as well just to kind of add add to it and uh he walk yeah he
0: walks around in you know, one bare foot um many of the people on the podcast actually always say that i always wear the same clothes especially the same jumper so okay. maybe that's why people don't like me because i'm just wearing the same jumper maybe it's time to finally buy a new jumper maybe get, yeah
1: maybe get a jumper a nice coat yeah uh, but yeah. i think yeah it's just the first ask also have your camera did you have your camera or were you... well
0: I, ha- I had a phone i had a phone not not as professional not okay. as professional just a phone okay
1: did you have the phone out or was that still in your pocket
0: um, no, I had that out. I think they were expecting me to say, "Oh, can I take a selfie with you or <laughs> yeah, something?"
1: Yeah, it like, yeah, yeah. Also, where was that in London?
0: Uh, I've tried it in London, here in Palermo. Always been a disaster. Yeah, always. Yeah, in, to... an international disaster.
1: You got to really stop them as well. Like, get in front of them. Otherwise, in London, they will just walk by you. They walk. Yeah. They'll walk past. Like, get in the way mm. and say, "Hey." And they just really like accost them, like go go right up to their face, yeah, really get in their face, but with
0: a smile, in, on your face. Okay, I, I will try that and uh, let you know how that goes. Yeah, um, but I'd I, like, I, I
1: sorry, sorry. But if next time you're back in England, I'll, I'll uh-huh. go with you if you want, because I'd I'd like oh. to do to do more of those videos. So if you'd like uh, to do them with me, then come come oh, Let me know.
0: F- fantastic, uh, that will be brilliant. Having a person that doesn't look like he is homeless with me and hopefully hopefully that will work like you, you, you never know you know I can just imagine you saying oh this is my homeless friend Martin but don't worry he's okay really he only wears one sock but he's he's actually all right
1: <laughs> he's just holding the camera don't worry he's not going to be in shock
0: you don't need to go near him okay just, <laughs> just stand a distance three meters okay and he won't hurt you you'll be fine you'll yeah. be fine yeah um i also saw another video you did recently with your mum um oh, which, that's which very was very recent uh, that was yesterday oh wow that that's how much of a fan i am wow. um which was uh, and also it was a very good watch um as well though because i you know i want to take people behind the scenes was that not strange doing that with your mum i Recorded a episode with my five. Well, she was five at the time. My five year old niece, and that Aww. was embarrassing enough. Um, oh, so, h- how was it that the dynamics with your mum? I-, I can just imagine what it would be like with mine, because people don't realise when you switch on the mic or something, something changes. It's not your normal conversation.
1: I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, um, and it was. It was like that. It's more like. In for you or for the presenter the person who has invited a family member on the show I think it's weird for mm. them so for me I felt a bit nervous I suddenly felt mm. under pressure to deliver good content and to show my mum what I do like to show mm. my mum that I feel comfortable in these situations but um yeah so yeah the initial kind of Anxieties of oh, this could be absolutely shit. Um, <laughs> what if we don't get any interesting language from this conversation? What if she has a terrible time? And then you get over it and you get into yeah, the conversation. Yeah. So, as I'm sure you did with your five year old niece. Like, yeah. Uh, how did how was that though? How how did that work with your five year old niece? That sounds really nice.
0: Uh, I, I think it was just around Christmas. We had a bit of a chat about Christmas and. Father oh. Christmas, all of the really important issues in life. It's was quite a <laughs> deep and meaningful yeah. conversation, as you can imagine. Yeah, I don't know what episode number it is. I, I lose count. It's too. It's too difficult. But What's it's on the there somewhere. What's it's the name
1: there. of it? Well,
0: chatting with my um, niece a bit. Uh, I think it's a conversation X-Men. with a five-year-old girl. So quite clear. quite oh, clear, I think yeah.
1: I, I actually think I've I um so I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So wait, it's <laughs> See, a, that,
0: the difference of i was waiting for that i think i actually think i i was waiting for the word listened <laughs> and then you yeah, said no, no. i saw that like i saw you put it on facebook <laughs> I, obviously i didn't listen to it it was a load of shit I didn't listen to it but i saw it
1: no thanks no, no thanks. i
0: am a, i am actually i want to
1: say i'm a big big fan of yours i love yeah. what you're doing i i learned about your podcast from my student marcello mm.
0: um
1: about i don't know a year ago he's a mm. Great guy. He's he's Brazilian. He he loves your podcast. And what he actually does is um he listens to it, and because he wants to really challenge his listening skills, he increases the speed on the podcast. Ooh, wow! So he yeah he turns wow. the speed up a bit, and um, just to really exercise his listening skills. But since then, I've been recommending it to to everyone because I've <clears throat> I've only listened to one full podcast, <clears throat> and um, it was about testicle friends. And I, I was okay, cackling, yeah. I was cackling with laughter. Uh, so I love, I love what you guys do. And I love um, the whole, oh, that's rock and roll English. You know, it's very, me and Charlie say, that's real. oh, that's real English. Let's explain that. So I feel like it's just the same kind of thing. And I say to my students, like, what, listen to this, not what, don't watch it, listen to it. <laughs> um, it's just like what me and Charlie do, but um, more concise, And you can listen to it while you're on the move. So, yeah, I think it's amazing what you do.
0: Thanks, pal. Um, The same with you. We can have like a cyber moment here, like a a Skype hug if you want. Let's lick
1: the microphone, (laughs) Centrally.
0: Great idea. Um, Okay, so now I want to get onto some personal stuff because um, a member of the Rock and Roll English family is also a student of yours, did one of your immersion courses. Actually, quickly tell us about your immersion courses. How do they work? So,
1: uh, yeah, they are <clears throat> residential English courses um, where, whereby I, I invite students to, of, of English, obviously, to mm-hmm. come and live with me. So I started doing these courses with Charlie. We, we invite students to come and live with us um, and learn English with us. So we, we rent a nice big house, um, mm-hmm. we do it down near Brighton, usually. Mm. Um, and we do lessons in the morning, like a three hour, um, lesson, which sounds like hell, <laughs> but it's actually really fun. It's all about communication. Okay. It's not sitting around doing grammar. Um, yeah. it's just, yeah, communication skills. Um, we then take trips. Uh, we, we cook together. Uh, we play mm. games together, we drink together in the evenings. It's brilliant. You're living in English and you're truly immersed in English, which is why we call them course. immersion courses. And uh, yeah, it's brilliant. I love it. Um, I got the idea from a YouTube channel called Lightspeed Spanish, who started mm. doing them. I, I, I learned, I'm a Spanish learner. And I thought like, it, that's so cool. That's so cool. We could do that. Mm. We could do it better. So um, yeah, that's how I got the idea for it.
0: S- sounds great. um Yeah. Well, obviously, I saw you were doing it, and I thought, oh, that, you know, I'm, I might try that. But then I just thought, that's a lot of organisation, isn't it? That's a lot of organisation.
1: It is. It is. Yeah. It is. But you get used to it, and you kind of—it's kind of addictive as well. Like when I finish a course. I feel like what the hell do I do now? I feel instantly bored because when you're on the course you are busy all the time. You're always thinking yeah, what are we doing next? Um, yeah, there's no there's no free time for the teacher or for mm. the the yeah, it's it's lovely though because it's like you're on holiday with the students and you're on holiday with people yes. who are doing something they're all passionate about. And when you've got a big group of people mm. who are all passionate about learning English, like it's a beautiful feeling i love it you sure. should you give it a go if you ever do want to do it tell me and i'd yeah, give you all sorts of tips i'm sure you'd
0: really enjoy it okay yeah sounds great thanks um so yeah on this um personal stuff um so i asked our mutual friend um some things about you and one of the things he told me is you like singing and especially with your dad is this right uh yeah i do yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, especially my dad in in the shower with my dad.
0: (laughs) Um, What's your favourite number you do together? So when I say your favourite number, I mean your favourite song. Like you and your dad's, like, duet, what one? Like an Elton John kind of vibe? (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of Elton John and Eminem. Yeah,
1: he's Elton John, I'm Eminem. Um, So my, yeah, my dad doesn't sing with me. He plays um, various instruments. Okay, uh, but he he's a violin player by by trade oh, wow. by trade. So that's his his um, instrument, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So I like I do like singing. I like it, and my dad's always saying, "Oh, let's let's play some tunes together." And this summer, we um, we did our first ever gig. We did a gig, oh. at a, a, a kind of a housewarming. I mean, it wasn't a big gig. But like, yeah, we were invited to play and we got paid 50 quid each, you know, Oof. same price as a voiceover. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was actually that was pounds. That so was more than a, a voiceover yeah, exactly, gig. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. You have change. You have change after paying the voiceover. Um, exactly. Well, yeah. that, that is actually pretty interesting. The only singing experience I've got is being extremely drunk, karaoke kind of vibe. Um, Sweet, if you're asking... <laughs> If you're asking, Elton John, Are You Ready For Love, is my (laughs) favourite. That that really gets the crowd involved. I I normally, towards the end, I just sort of point the mic at them, and they say, are you ready? Are you ready for love? Yes, I am.
1: Oh, yeah. Are you ready? Are you ready for love? Such that is a that is a tune that's an absolute that banger absolute banger it is
0: absolute, it is absolute oh banger yeah god. great song
1: my god Mo, uh, for us um we do a lot of latin tunes so i, I like oh. to sing in spanish one of my, my favorite oh. is this let's see if you, rec- you recognize this one
0: i definitely won't i definitely no, 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 not no, you will, this you, is will. The problem. you will you will recognize <laughs>
1: this dale a tu cuerpo alegria macarena que tu cuerpo es para alegria macarena tu cuerpo alegria macarena Eh,
0: yes. <laughs> <I>? <laughs> it, you oh, did you know the dance as well do you do the little dance
1: well i knew i normally get the crowd to dance i say okay. normally i did one gig uh, but yeah i i uh i we, uh, no, i don't dance and sing i'm not the spice okay. girls
0: Nah, sure, sure. Uh, well, you've just sort of blown me out the water there. So blown me out the water, like made me look stupid, completely won that competition of singing. I drunkenly sing Elton John Are You Ready For Love and you're doing some kind of Spanish number.
1: <laughs> well, Macarena not a great tune, is it? But it's just like it's, oh. it's good fun. It's great. It's a yeah, good great fun. fun. But yeah, we do a lot of Manu Chow. I don't know if you've heard of Manu Chow, but also like um, Otis Redding, you know, Dock of the Bay. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a big tune. Yeah, nice big tune. Some yeah. Nice tunes. Yeah, but it's good fun. It's good fun. What else has
0: Manuel uh, told you about me? Um, he mentioned that you like talking about farts and minges. Okay, minges. okay so if people don't know what a minge <laughs> is, it's a not particularly nice way to call a vagina. Okay. <laughs> Um, so I just thought, what, what exactly do you like to, I mean, farts and pooing, that's a big topic on <laughs> rock and roll English. There's-
1: Didn't haven't you got an audio, audiobook book of you sitting on the toilet? Yeah,
0: yeah, no, it's not, just, just reading, just so when you're on your phone, just get it out, that, that's the yeah, idea there, so you're sitting on the toilet. It's standard now, isn't it? You, you know, you go for a long poo and you yeah. think, well, I need to get my phone, otherwise I'll be bored shitless, what am I going to do? Bored shitless,
1: never used better, that was... Yeah, that is in fact,
0: that was not even intended. No, that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's the vibe. But yeah, so I love I like that. poos, love poos. Poos are great. Um,
1: hey, yeah, yeah. Don't push too hard. Don't push yeah, too I'll, hard. You um,
0: don't want to have a heart attack on the toilet, do you? You don't
1: want a heart attack and you don't want piles either. Um, so, yeah, don't push too hard, guys. Um, also, I've got a new stance um, or position for pooing mm. now. I'm I'm lucky to have a bath um just in front of my chitter. To- <laughs> toilet <laughs> My toilet in front of my toilet. And mm. what I do now is um I lift my legs up um mm. to kind of simulate
0: a, a squatting position. Oh and I... I, I'm I'm with you there. That's I've great. got a little seat that I like rest my feet on. So I just put that under, then I rest my feet on there and then just you just go free just let it out
1: that's good yeah that's really Mm. good have you ever tried the um kind of um indian expat living in the uk technique of standing and squatting on the actual seat
0: um i've never tried that for fear of breaking the the seat is is generally the vibe um it could be something to try in a bar you know when you you, you're out (laughs) and you really need to go but you don't really want to sit down could could i I would be worried about missing the toilet as well yeah that's my fear yeah um, not breaking the seat mm, so much but shitting
1: on the seat (laughs) just a whole turd i don't want to see my turd honestly you know it's fine seeing it in the basin of the toilet but
0: yeah sure and just so people know turd is another way for poo as as well really yes yeah.
1: i i once uh, edited a, a video we were doing minimal pairs um mm-hmm. so okay. like turd and third we were doing the t and th sounds like kinda di- trying to differentiate between them mm. and we pointed out that irish people don't do that but that british people do <clears throat> okay and so I edited the video, everything was done, it was it was looking great, in my opinion. And then I um, sent it to Charlie to say, you know, well, yeah, it's done, just have a look, see what you think, and then I'll upload it. And he said, yeah, I think you've spelt turd wrong. Um, <laughs> and I had to, and I'd put it in, it's like, we have to, you have to do overlays, and it's an absolute uh, ball ache, you know, real inconvenience nice. having to do it. Sorry, go on, do you want to rock and roll English that?
0: No, no, you, you, you explained it there, real Sorry. inconvenience, yeah. Okay, uh,
1: I don't know whether I can rock say the rock and roll English, if I can explain <laughs> you it can, You can, you can, but it's okay. Okay, thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I had to um, change these captions that I'd put all, over the video, um, about, I don't know, 30 of them. I had to change the spelling of turd, because I'd written it wrong. And I can't remember how it's spelled. Is it, I Usually, I'd write T-U-R-D. Yeah, th- that's what I thought. Yeah. Maybe I'd put T-E-R-D and then I had to put (laughs) T-U-R-D.
0: I also did some, one of the few times I made a video, I don't know why I decided to make a video and I was showing the pronunciation of the word mountain because most students say mountain. Mountain. Um, And I was saying how it's similar to Martin, Martin, mountain. And then I had like a little (laughs) whiteboard. Of the word mountain, and in the video, I was saying like, "This is mountain." I'm Martin, and then I finished it, and then I realised on the the whiteboard I'd spelt mountain wrong. <laughs> but I actually just said, "No, I'm putting it out. I I don't want to go back and do that again." So I, I put just some comment of, "Yeah, the pronunciation's right. Just ignore the spelling, okay." <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's such a tiny mistake and obviously yeah people would would get it people would probably uh look past that <clears throat> i'm mm. sure
0: <clears throat> but yeah, yeah you
1: feel like yeah i've got to get it right so is that why you started the
0: podcast you thought yeah, exactly. i'm not having
1: that issue again
0: <laughs> exactly there was that and yeah it's just too much hassle too much hard work yeah and um, because as i mentioned that's why i'm I admire you so much for all of that work, editing the videos. Even a podcast is difficult for me, and that's just audio. Um, But so the thing that I want to finish on, um, again, our mutual friend told me that you love talking about embarrassing situations. And if there's one thing I love, it is embarrassing situations. Mm. So I thought you could just share one with us, a nice embarrassing situation
1: embarrassing situation um well my life is a series of embarrassing situations really i i did a video me and charlie did a a live broadcast about this actually it was a day Mm. after it happened to me and i um so i was selling my my laptop on Mm -hmm. ebay um and i i'd got a good amount of money for it i think someone had bid £800 pounds for, mm-hmm. for this laptop. I didn't expect to get much for it. So I was absolutely delighted. Um, and the moment the bid, the successful bid went through and uh, yeah, the bidding window ended, I had a message from what I thought was the winning bidder saying, Hey, I've changed my address. <clears throat> um, please send the laptop here now and not the address on my profile. Um, and so I thought, Oh yeah, no problem. No problem. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll send it out the next day. And I did that. And I I went to the post office, sent it off. Uh, My money was in, was in my account. Uh, Fantastic. And then a couple of days went by. Um, I was in the kitchen. Uh, cooking some lovely spaghetti, listening to Marvin Gaye, having a sing a sing along. It was it was lovely. I was in I was in such a good mood. And then I went to my laptop and I had an email from the winning bidder saying, "I've checked the tracking number and it said that my parcel is in uh oh, where was it a place in in Essex. I live in I live in Newcastle. Why have you sent it to Essex? And I was like, oh, no. And then I realized that I'd had a message from someone else. Someone else had just kind of, don't know, bypassed eBay security and sent me a message and (laughs) pretended to be the winning bidder. So I'd sent my laptop to this bastard. Um, Yeah, he got got my laptop. I had been absolutely done. So completely deceived.
0: So you lost your laptop and i imagine you had to give him his 800 pounds back so you actually
1: (laughs) i had to give him the 800 pounds back and i thought oh my god i can either laugh no i can't laugh i work out i could cry or laugh and i thought yeah let's try and laugh about it um after sending lots of vicious messages to this absolute um see you next tuesday yeah and um yeah, and then, uh, yeah, I never got my money back, but we made a video about it. So if anyone wants to to watch that, then there there is one. And we talk about some good languages, good language, not language is, just good language to describe being mm. deceived and conned.
0: Yeah, which also said there, uh, see you next Tuesday, which we have said it before. I always apologise to my mum when we do say it, is the word cunt, which is a horrible word. <laughs> The pretty much most offensive word in England. But if someone basically steals £800 pounds from you, I think yeah. we can use it. I think we can use it. Yeah,
1: and I think, actually, y- you need to know that this word, it is, it's a great word. It's a great word. Like, with your friends, I bet you use the word cunt. Like, me and my friends, we uh, call each always. other cunts yeah. all the time. I yeah. love it.
0: Yeah. Um th- It's just one of those words when you really need to know when to use it. Because oh, yeah you know you you use that you're at work and maybe your boss says something and you say oh shut up you can't it's probably not the best idea
1: (laughs) no no just with just with close friends that you know are comfortable using that word yeah and you don't know until you've used it if they are comfortable with it but yeah it's a great word my dad once um he's a violin teacher and he was saying
0: goodbye to his student. Doesn't sound like the type of person that uses that word, a violin teacher.
1: No, exactly. He's not. He's not right. But, okay. but so he said he said bye to his student. He was saying goodbye and seeing this person out of the house. And this person has lessons on Tuesday, so he <laughs> he said to her, "See you next Tuesday." And then I heard it from upstairs. I like. Ah! and i was i was in fits of laughter and i i said i was just laughing my head off and he was like why are you laughing i was like you said see you next tuesday he called her a cunt and then he just gave me this look of like complete yeah just disdain
0: yeah yeah i can imagine that is real rock and roll vocabulary a bit that's one of those formal words which is a bit too much for me so if you could explain that that would be great
1: yeah, just uh, like, yeah, like hatred, really. Hatred mm. and disapproval. Sure, yeah. sure. You looked at me with disdain, like a big frown on their face. You piece of shit. Mm.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, well, thanks a lot for sharing all of this with us, Harry. Um, before you go, obviously, for people that don't know where to find you, tell us where we can find out more about you.
1: Yeah, uh so yeah, if you go on YouTube, you can search for real English with real teachers and you will see our channel. Um you can click the the red um subscribe button and then and then the bell so that you're notified about new videos. Uh and uh you can also type in Google Harry Giles English lessons. It's actually just Harry Giles com. I think uh, that's that's where you can. If you want English lessons on Skype with me, you can you can do that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Well, I will put links to all of that in the show notes. So thanks again for your time, Harry, and maybe see you next Tuesday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Thank you very
0: much, Martin, and uh, keep on rocking, baby, forever. Okay. Thanks a lot. <laughs> bye bye. See ya. Okay, so that was me and Harry speaking about everything and nothing at the same time. So let's have a look at some of that rock and roll vocabulary Um, at the beginning when Harry very rudely stole one of my questions when he said where um, he had met Harry. And then obviously that was the next on my list. He asked me, oh, is that the plan out of the window now, the plan of the interview? So if you say that out of the window, it means it's gone. Basically, you have to throw it out of the window and think of something new, which is exactly what I had to do. I had to think of some new questions because that was the plan out of the window. Um, He then was talking, well, we were then talking about the American guy, on the introduction of the podcast, and Harry described it as a bit cheesy. So cheesy is a lovely word, something that's a bit too much, really. Generally, something that maybe is a bit like low quality, um, which could be true, even though I did pay 50 euros for that, 50 euros, Um, something that's a bit too much as well. If you say to your girlfriend, I love you so much, your eyes remind me of flowers, that talk to my heart, that's a bit like, it's a bit cheesy. Um, I described Charlie as a good Samaritan for doing volunteer work in Cambodia. So a good Samaritan is just a good person. And then he said that he was paid a pittance. So if you are paid a pittance, it means... Really, not very much. Um, then he was telling us about um, his the first video that they made for YouTube. He said they made a video, chopped it up and put it on YouTube. So if you chop something up, generally you chop up vegetables when you cut them. Really, like, that was me chopping vegetables. Well, it was actually me hitting my hand on the desk. But just to give you an idea... So we can also use this for videos. You can chop up videos. You can cut them, let's say. And then he said that that they made the videos just to make ends meet. So if you make ends meet, you basically make enough money just to survive. I then asked Harry to talk me through how he makes the video. So if you ask someone, talk me through it. You know, tell me every step of the video. Um, And then Harry used some real rock and roll vocabulary, some rock and roll formal vocabulary when he said when you have to get the people to make the videos, you have to get in front of them and really accost them, um, which is a very nice word, actually, which means to basically approach someone almost in an aggressive way, but not, you know, not actually aggressive, but approach them in a strong way, let's say. Then we were talking about songs and I said um, to Harry, what's your favourite number? So your favourite song to sing, basically. It's not always used. You can't always substitute song and number. But in this situation, in this context, yes. Um, Harry also said that he did a gig at a housewarming. So a gig is like a concert and a housewarming is when you have a party to... Say hello to your new house, if that makes sense. That's really simple word. So you move into a new house and you have a party so people can see the house. The name of that party is A House Warming. Then when we were talking about Elton John, Harry described it as an absolute banger. So a brilliant song, an absolute banger. And then Harry then chose his song of the Macarena. I tried to make a Spanish accent there. I'm not sure how good that was. And he obviously sang some something in Spanish and I said, Phew, you've blown me out of the water. So you've completely won that competition, let's say. I'm not sure if it was a real competition of who is the best singer, but if it was, Harry definitely won that. Um, we had the word minges as well, um, which is a very informal way, not a very nice way to describe a vagina. And then we had a lovely term when I said I would be bored shitless on the toilet without a phone. Um, So to be bored shitless is really bored. Just memorize that term as it is. I'm bored shitless. Then we had the word turd, which is another way to describe a poo. Generally, as I said, um, actually, I recorded a video with Harry And I said on the video, a turd is a a solid poo. Okay, that's the difference between a runny poo and a strong, solid one. And we had the word ball ache of when Harry was telling us about doing the overlays on videos and said it's a ball ache. So it's a real inconvenience, I think, is the way he described it, which is a perfect way to describe it. He also said that um, he had been absolutely done um, with the story about the computer so if you get done it's when someone basically makes you look like a bit of an idiot um, which unfortunately happened to harry and not only that he lost 800 pounds so commiserations um then we had the term see you next tuesday which remember is a funny way to say the word cunt because if you think how that word is spelt C-U-N-T, C U next tuesday it works. And he said that his dad gave him a look of disdain. So a look of disdain, a look of just hatred of like, what are you talking about? Anyway, remember, all of this vocabulary is on the website rockandrollenglish.com episode 176. And there is also the transcript. So go and find that. Have a great week, everyone. I will see you next Monday. But in the meantime,